0: I'm dreaming somebody ring me up Up and down Homes so should at my Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new Slasher Sanitarium. We are talking about Alice in Borderland, episode 4. We are quickly approaching Halloween, so I hope that you're getting your uh, spook nasty down. It's time to dive right into this. After last episode's devastation, where uh, Arisu lost both of his best friends, as well as a uh, pretty attractive looking Asian one, we start this one off with a cute little bunny. And we see that we are out into a field. Yuzuha then proceeds to walk through a park and checks on the trap that she has set. She finds a bunny inside the trap, and she pets it before snapping its neck. So we're... Okay. Well, I thought we were going to be, like, happy this episode, but apparently not. She then walks back to wherever it is she's staying and finds Arisu lying in the street. She asks him if he wants to live. Yuzuha has to bend down to hear him and he whispers to her, I just want to die. She tells him, I get it, and then she walks away. She heads back to what appears to be an airport hangar, which I suppose, if, you know, this is as good a place as any, she proceeds to cook up some rabbit stew and we see that she's got a tent and a hot plate and a couple other essential items around her. The next morning, she goes to a bookstore and finds a survival guide, and on her way back home, she again finds Arisu, lying in the street, and this time it's pouring rain. Yuzuha remembers back before all of this happened, with her and her father when they went mountain climbing. They sit on top of a mountain, and Yuzuha asks if there is a god, what would her father ask? Her father says he would ask for more mountains to climb, ones that nobody else has climbed because the world has filled with mountains that other people have already gotten to first. Yuzuha asks for this moment to last forever, and she tells him that a mountaintop is the only place she can be herself. Her father makes her feel like she has a place in this world. He says she would get bored if this moment lasted forever. Yuzuha walks home and gets stopped by a bunch of reporters. They ask her if her father really believes he can climb a mountain with no oxygen. She walks in to see her dad getting packed, and he grabs his stuff and says he's heading towards the mountains. She asks him to wait, but he says the mountain is where I can be myself. We then see articles written about Mr. Yusagi doing a 550-foot mountain climb without oxygen. The articles wonder if he staged the whole thing, but apparently he has gone missing and they claim that he may have committed suicide after people questioned if he staged the whole event. So that's her past. That's fun. It seems like this was probably pretty close to the time that she disappeared and wound up in this game world. Parasu wakes up and he is inside Yuzuha's uh, hangar, I guess we'll call it. She gives him some food before eating her own. He asks her why she saved him. And his stomach growls, and Yuzuha says that his body wants to live. Harisu tells her that his body might want to live, but he doesn't deserve to live anymore. All his friends are dead, and he might as well have killed him himself. He says he has to die to be with them and apologizes for their deaths. Yuzuha says that she understands, and there was a time she wanted to die as well. It wasn't until she started to feel hungry that she got up, and she says that she knows she will die. It could be today. It could be when her visa expires, but she made him some food, so he better eat it and make the most of it. Yuzuha opens up a large curtain that covers the entry to the airplane hangar, and she goes for a run. When she gets back, Arisu has eaten, and she tells him to get ready. He has a game to play, and unless he's planning to die by having his visa expire, he better get moving. She reminds him of the time he risked his life to save everyone during the tag game. Arisu says he didn't want to die then, and he doesn't didn't want to have anyone else die. And she says, "Well, I don't want you to die. And if you hadn't screamed for me during the tag game, I'd be dead now as well. So I need to repay you for saving me." Arisu finally gets up as she throws on a sweatshirt. At night, another game starts up. Arisu and Yuhuza, Yuzuha. walk up to an underground uh, highway entrance. They find a bus waiting for them, and the bus is covered in graffiti. And they both enter it. Inside, they find three people waiting there. A sign says one per, per person, and we see that the cell phones are laid out. One of the men says that Arisu and Yuzuha clearly are not rookies. He says that the three of them have cleared four games together after meeting not too long ago. They say being friends has made the difference between winning or losing. One of them says they might need more if they are going to clear this one, though. Yuzu... Jeez. Yuzuha says that one of the men has a hurt leg, and he says he tweaked it in one of the games. Registration closes, meaning that it'll just be the three friends, Yuzuha, and Arisu. The game is a four-of-clubs game, and it is called Distance. Since it is a Clubs game, it means it's going to be a team game, meaning that they can all make it out of here alive. And this one is one more difficulty level than the first game that we saw, which was also a Clubs game. So shouldn't be too difficult. And, you know, we'll see if everyone makes it out of alive for once. The phones say distance zero. So Takuma, a man with a hurt leg, thinks that they have to run. He gets up, but of course stumbles because of his injury. Another of the friends tries to start the bus, but it is out of gas. Yuzuha says that they have to run. Takuma tells them to leave him behind. He says he isn't going to just stay there and die. He's going to find a way to live while they go out and play the game. He yells at Yamane to go, and he says, if you want to see your wife again, you have to go now. He says, you have a baby on the way, and a third friend says that they should go. It was maybe a little clunkier way of introducing that this guy's got a wife and kid, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. They proceed to leave Takuma behind on Get Off the Bus. Yuzuha says he made the right choice, and she starts off running as Arisu remembers Chota telling him to live for them. He runs off as Takuma sits on the bus alone. Yuzuha sees that she has reached distance 1,000, and they are told they have 90 minutes left. They reach 5,000 away, and they find a replenishment station. As the the third friend is about to drink one of the water bottles at the table, Yamane stops his friend, and they both look at Arisu. He grabs one of the bottles, but Yuzuha stops him and gives him her own water bottle that she brought with her. She even says... You're waiting to see if we're going to die if we drink this. And they say, no, 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 we wouldn't do that. suit takes a drink, and then he offers the other two some water. The four of them all reach 6,000 feet away. They find something in the distance. And it's a pair of eyes. And a fucking panther walks out of the darkness. That's right. A panther. It starts to chase them and they start to run back the way they came. It proceeds to trap Yamane under a car, but it can't reach him. So the panther leaves and then climbs up on top of the car and chases after Arisu and Yuzuha. He hops into an abandoned vehicle, but the panther gets its head in the door, so Yuzuha finds a flare and scares it off. The panther then attacks the third friend and starts to bite his neck. Yamane yells out for Seizan, but he gets dragged away by Yuzuha. Yamane, Yazuha, and Arisu continue to run back towards the bus as Cezanne is dead. Yamane stops and says that he has only known Seizon and Takuma for a week, but it feels like he has known them for a lifetime. Arisu says that he can, he has to live so that he can tell his wife about his two new friends. Well, one new friend and one dead friend. Arisu notices a motorcycle in the back of a truck. He says it's a Royal Enfield. And he remembers Chota telling him that older items still work because they don't have IC chips. Arisu, as we know, is an automobile enthusiast, and apparently also a motorcycle enthusiast, so he knows that the Royal Enfield actually runs on diesel, and of course doesn't have IC chips to it, so it hasn't been eradicated. Arisu says that they don't have to let Takuma die because he can hear that there is fuel still in the motorcycle, even though it doesn't have a battery. So he's going to run the bike back to the bus and fuel it up so that they can drive Takuma to the goal. He sends Yamane and Yuzuha ahead while he heads back to the bus with the motorcycle. Yamane and Yuzuha reach the end of the highway as there are only 15 minutes remaining. Arisu returns to the bus and Takuma was quite literally just sitting there waiting to die. Yamane and Yuzuha are at the end of the tunnel And he tells her that they are expecting a child in autumn. Yuzuha says that they are waiting for him somewhere safe. They get told that they have five minutes remaining, and we hear a metal noise ring out. And it turns out that behind them, the wall that they are sitting up against, behind that is an entire river of water. The wall starts to break open and starts pouring water into them, so they have to run back the way they came. The wall explodes, and a rush of water flows towards him. Yamane says he can't run anymore, but Yuzuha says don't look back. But he proceeds to trip, fall, and is then swallowed up whole by the water. Yuzuha looks up to see Takuma driving the bus towards them. Arisu hangs at the side of the bus and yells for her, and Takuma skids it to the side so Arisu can grab her and pull her inside to safety as the water hits around them. Yuzuha wakes up to water dripping on her face. Arisu and Takuma also wake up, and we see that the bus has flipped on the side, but they are alive. They get out of the bus, and we see that GOAL is written on the side of it, meaning that the distance that the phones were counting was actually feet away from the goal, not feet towards the goal, or not an accumulation of how much they ran. Arisu says they were safe at zero. Takuma remarks that he was at the goal the entire time. So, of course, it means that doing nothing for 120 minutes was going to save this guy's life. I mean, I guess it's a level four game, so it's not supposed to be that tough. But literally, it's another one of those those things where if they just looked at their surroundings a little bit, they would have seen that goal was written on the side of the the bus instead of just walking into it. So he, Arisu, and Yazuha win and get their visas extended. Before you say, didn't they just trade one gim for another because Takuma's leg is hurt? Eh, they didn't, because he starts to walk away and Arisu asks where he's going. He says, I have no idea, but I hope we'll meet again. Arisu and Yazuha then look out over the river, which part of it is in the highway, and he says that he wants to go to the beach so he can find the mastermind of the game, and maybe find all those missing people. She agrees to go with him, and he grabs a bike. She hops on the back, and he remarks that it's hard to believe she never learned how to ride a bike with how athletic she is. Yuzuha says that the wind feels nice, though. And the episode ends. I don't know if we are going to do the whole, you know, love interest thing between these two. There's clearly obviously some attraction there. Um, They're two single, attractive-looking people. There is a little bit of a trauma bond, obviously, as well, and they continue to help each other out. So I could totally see it that they would turn around and be like, all right, these two are dating now. That's fine. If they do that, that's cool. If they don't, probably have more for the better. But again, it's not going to ruin the show for me if they decide to, to have these two hook up. And we had another good representation of three friends where only one of them makes it alive and possibly the one that maybe doesn't deserve to make it out alive is the one who does. Much like Karube was the strongest, and he winds up dying, and Shota was the smartest, and he winds up dying, leaving just Arisu, who's strong and smart, but maybe not as much as his two friends. Here you've got this guy Takuma, who's hurt, while his two friends who actually wouldn't participate in the game wind up getting got so nice parallels there which i enjoyed we've seen that there is enough games that start up all at the same time around the city uh every night that the fact that we haven't seen some of the people from previous games that survived um you know we we know that they're fine but we haven't seen them get get taken out at all so and now of course we've got a a new goal it's We have to find the beach, which obviously we heard about from episode one and continue to build on it. So let's see where this goes. That'll do it for me this time, though. I hope that uh, you guys all have a great Halloween and I will catch you on the next one. Bye bye.